Okay, episode 11. Yeah, welcome to the Fisher Fitness Coaching Podcast. Thank you for listening, as always. I appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed the episode with Steve Hall last week. That was, um, yeah, quite an insightful chat about muscle growth. I'm going to go back to this episode is going to be more about fat loss. So I recently asked a question on my Instagram. And the question was, what are your frustrations relating to fat loss? And I got a good response. But what I did, I got back to everyone on on the Instagram story. But obviously, I'm very limited to time on there. Limited to like one minute. So I had to be quick with my responses. So and I had a couple of good... Um, a good, I'd good feedback from people saying how this is really helpful. So I thought I would elaborate on those in a podcast. Great idea, right? So I can you know talk two or three minutes between, or for each thing. I've got five reasons altogether. So I'm going to go through the five frustrations I've received from Facebook. Oh, sorry, Instagram followers. Five fat loss frustrations, and I'll go through each of those and what I can do to help you overcome those frustrations and then on next week's podcast it's going to be muscle growth frustrations so again i had five five different frustrations regarding muscle growth so the first one is liking food too much very common and it's it's a very understandable frustration i think it's a it's it's one which a lot of people struggle with because food like I always say to people, food is life. Food is, you know, food should be enjoyed. Food all around us. For those lucky enough to be able to, you know, eat decent food, delicious food, go out and enjoy meals out. It's, a, it's all around us. It's it, There's no getting away from this. these delicious foods, these ultra-processed, ultra highly palatable foods, which are so easily accessible nowadays and for cheap so it doesn't break the bank so yes uh liking food too much is a is a frustration for a lot of people my response to that would be something fairly simple is it's literally just don't don't restrict yourself from having these nice foods allow these foods into your diet into your lifestyle but just be aware that you know, some of these ultra ultra processed, highly palatable foods are highly caloric. They contain lots of calories with not much nutrition. So it's just a bit, it's just just about being aware of how much of these foods you should realistically be consuming on a daily basis. There's nothing inherently bad about any food. Yes, some foods have more nutrition than others. And some foods have more calories than others. But no food is inherently bad. Like, no food is going to cause illness unless it's consumed, you know, in a, in a very high quantity. So get, get away from this idea that food is bad, food is not good, and, you know... And you have to, and if you want to lose body fat, you have to stop eating all the delicious, nice foods. You don't at all. You don't. I'd even go as far as to say that's probably the worst thing you could do because if you suddenly cut out all these delicious foods from your lifestyle, guess what's going to happen? You're going to want them more, and you're going to, you, and your risk of binging is going to increase tenfold. 
people who say you, you need to stop eating carbs, you need to stop eating sweets, chocolate crisps, junk food, that's wrong. You shouldn't because you know, these foods are designed to taste delicious. They are designed in such a way that you want more you, you want more of it. It's a pleasure to have these foods, right, in your in your lifestyle. So it's a pleasure to eat these foods. Don't feel guilty. Don't feel bad because you enjoy these foods. Everyone, 90% of people enjoy these foods because they are literally made for that reason. These companies who make, or factories, companies who make these foods don't care about your nutrition. They don't care about your fat loss goals. They care about making money. They care about, you know, gaining more custom all they care about is you buying the foods, eating them, enjoying it, and coming back for more. So don't feel guilty that you like these foods. You know, a big bar of chocolate, my God, is nothing better. But you need to be aware of the energy in these foods and and think to yourself, right, is it really, is it really a, a, a good idea for me to demolish this whole big bar of chocolate and a big bag of crisps when I'm trying to lose body fat? Probably not. But there's nothing wrong with having a few squares or half a chocolate bar today and, and a few crisps and a, hand, and a handful of crisps or a small bag of crisps tonight you know have a small amount every day plan having if you enjoy these foods which you probably do plan these foods into your week put them in your tracking app so pre-plan your your week's food and sort of say right on monday i'm gonna have a chocolate bar and a bag of crisps put it into your tracking app so you know what you've got left and what you've got left is is what you should be consuming strictly from whole foods like healthy whole foods single ingredient foods protein vegetables potatoes rice pasta that kind of thing wholemeal foods brown bread whatever but because you've already planned to have this bar of chocolate in the day then it means you're not going to go over your calories because you've already planned it so Nothing bad is going to happen. All that's going to happen is you're going to enjoy the food. You're not going to want to. You're not. You're not going to crave it. You're not going to want to binge. Um, you're going to still lose body fat because you're in a de- because you're in a consistent calorie deficit, and you're not going to be hating life because you've you're you're still enjoying these foods. So, in summary, yes, you. It's 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 a normal thing to like food too much. We all do. You just need to understand that you you can have what you want but maybe not as much as you want i'll leave it there because it's a very basic one it's very simple but yeah i hope that one helped um okay so the next one is the time it takes so when someone put in time i thought it meant they haven't got enough time whereas we all know you make time for priority so that's not not it shouldn't be an issue okay but this it actually means that the person who said this actually meant that how long it takes to lose that now yes i mean i don't know what else i don't know what i can really say to suggest otherwise uh, yeah fat loss does take a long time um that's why you need to be patient you need to be consistent you need to try and enjoy the process rather than try to focus too much on the end goal yes it's, it's fair it's all right to have an end goal sometimes because you because you're aiming for that um, specific result but try not to get too caught up in that end goal because yes you will get frustrated your expectations will be too high so lower, lower your expectations and know that 
it does take time and it may not be plain sailing. There's going to be hurdles along the way. Life will get in the way. Um, I know, and, and if fat loss was quick, then you know there'd be a lot less overweight people in the world and there'd be a lot more lean, <laughs> muscular people in the world. Yes, it takes time. But remember, you, there, there are ways to speed up and slow down for fat loss. There are, there are advantages and disadvantages for both of these. So if you want to increase the speed or the rate of fat loss, all you need to do is, I say all you need to do, but what you need to do is increase the size of the deficit. So we need to either move more, cal- move more to burn more calories and or consume less calories. And that way we're you know, increasing the size of the energy deficit. The bigger the energy deficit, the more energy, more stored energy, aka body fat, your body will need to take to make up that energy deficit, right? So if you think about it, it's simple. The, the bigger, if you have a big amount of energy missing, then your body's gonna need it to take it from somewhere, which is your stored body fat. So it's gonna take more from your stored body fat to use as energy because you're not, you're not, um, it's not getting the energy from food like it normally does. So increase the deficit if you want faster fat loss. But the, the, the downside is that it's less sustainable because if you increase the deficit, guess what? You're gonna be more hungry. If you're more hungry, it may lead to binging because, you, because you're gonna be so hungry, you're gonna be less in control. So a bigger deficit, yet it creates faster fat loss, but it's potentially less sustainable because like I said, you're gonna be hungry and you could, and it could risk, it could increase the risk of binging. So it's always better to focus on long-term results and again, not focus on too much on the end goal. There are, yes, you can, you can obviously, you know, have a week of a big deficit and then go back to a small deficit because it's just easier to maintain. So you can, you can do these multifaceted sort of deficits really. So you have a, a, a sort of fairly fast week of fat loss and then a couple of weeks of slower fat loss. And then that may, that method might work for you. It will, remember, it all depends on the person. It depends on their lifestyle, depends on their job, their stresses, the amount of body fat that they have and they, the amount of body fat they want to lose. Okay, so um, it's probably better overall. I mean, it's been proven, there's been research to prove that long-term fat loss is better because it's, like I said, it's more sustainable and it's less likely for um, what's called rebounds. So, you know, losing body fat and then going back and going back to old habits. If it's longer, you build, you build better habits because it takes time to build habits. So in theory, if you take time with your fat loss, it will equal to more effective long-term fat loss results. So again, in summary, yes, it takes time, but it's worth it. Slow and steady, that's what I always say to my clients, slow and steady wins the race. It's a marathon, it's not a sprint. So just take your time and enjoy the process. And the third one is effort, the amount of effort it takes. And this sort of goes into, yes, it takes effort. Um, if it didn't take effort, again, we'd all be ripped, have low amounts of body fat if we wanted to be. Um, I'm not going to spend too much time on this because it's, um, it, the, yeah, I can't really, I can't really give you anything to allow less effort when it comes to fat loss. Yes, it takes effort because it's uncomfortable for the body. 
Um, being in a deficit, your body doesn't like being in a deficit. Your body likes being at maintenance or in a surplus. Um, I won't go into the sort of um, physiological reasons, but yeah, your body doesn't like being in a deficit. It doesn't like being, um, it doesn't like fat loss because it basically thinks it's starving. So it will change things in your body to um, want you to eat. So you, you want to eat when you're in a deficit. You want to eat more. It's a, it's a survival mechanism. So yes, it's effort. Um, there, there are ways to make it less of an effort, I suppose. Again, by focusing on long-term fat loss and not short-term um, aggressive diets. Um, it's easier if it's long-term with a smaller deficit. Um, you, you, know, you can make it less of a, an effort by incorporating cardio. It means you end up expending more energy, so you don't have to consume less energy. If that makes sense. So, if you the the point is, if you uh, burn more calories, you can create an an energy deficit, or you can sustain the energy deficit through increased energy expenditure instead of just reducing more food, which is hard. So you can reduce your energy intake, but you can also increase your energy output and that will help sustain and increase the deficit if you require having high protein that will help you feel fuller for longer it will increase the thermic effect so you actually burn more not many but a few more calories just by eating more protein and more vegetables as well lots of vegetables and fruit because they're lower in calories and they'll fill you up and, and also remember you don't, you don't actually, like, if you think about it, it's not actually that much effort losing body fat. You don't, you don't have to do much physically. You can lose body fat just by manipulating your nutrition and your food. You don't have to go for runs. You don't have to go for all these intense workouts. You can simply just change your dietary habits to create a deficit, and then you'll start losing body fat. So in, to really, it's not that much effort. Um, but there are ways to make it easier, obviously. Fourth one, what to believe. Yeah, um, again, this is one, I blame social media for this because there are lots of, there's lots of misinformation out there. But this is why it's so important to, I don't know, not follow so many different coaches who have different sort of um, ideologies and beliefs, I suppose ideology is that the right word i don't know but i'm using it um yeah so following different coaches lots of different coaches may end up confusing you because they may have different levels of knowledge they may be experienced they may be quite new into the industry they may they may not research as much as they should um and yeah they may have different ideas on things so they so one trainer one coach is telling you one thing and then someone else is telling you a different thing. Who who do you believe? Luckily, if you're listening to this, you're listening to the right person. Everything I'm saying and everything I'm telling you is science based, so it's all backed by science. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm I've been in the industry long enough to um, know what works and what doesn't, and what's rubbish and what's uh, true. So you just need to trust me, I think, and, and go by my results with my clients feedback I get I suppose but yeah it's hard because there's such stuff on the internet you kind of think well, what do I believe is it this is it that 
ask questions. Always ask questions. So if, if a coach says one thing, question them, you know, ask them why, or what do you mean by this? And can you prove it? Ask for research, ask for science-backed research. If they can't come up with it, then chances are it's it's not true. Um, everything I provide is, is science-backed, like I said, so it's research-backed, sorry. So yeah, always ask questions. Um, ask me questions. Like if you if someone, if someone says, someone tells you something, if you're not sure if you should believe it or not, ask me and I'll, I'll let you know. And I'll do I'll do my best. I don't know everything, but um, I know a lot more than a lot of coaches. So yeah, ask me a question and I'll get back to you. Um, final one is trying so hard and life just getting in the way. So yeah, again, this is a, can be very frustrating because you try so hard to achieve the result you want and just things get in the way, barriers hurdles come up and and, and and you just don't know how to sort of get over them so you end up getting frustrated because you're not seeing the results you want and i get that. the way to come out to the way to overcome this is just to simply don't do much, don't put too much stress on yourself with the whole getting results thing right do it because you want to do it because it's going to make you feel better and you know, try like I said before. Try and enjoy the process, enjoy the journey, and just know that you, that things will get in the way. Especially if you have a, if you have a family, if you have a, a job, um, if you have a lot, you know, a stressful job, other stresses going on in your life. Just know that it's not going to be plain sailing, and it's just it's all right to accept that, and just to and just to know that it's it's never going to be plain sailing. Even if you don't have a job and you, you know, you've got all the money in the world and you've got no kids, whatever, you've got no barriers as such, it will still never be plain sailing. It's, it's just not going to work that way. Life doesn't work that way. So don't put too much pressure on yourself. Enjoy the journey. Think to yourself, why am I doing this? Am I going to the gym? Like, you shouldn't be going to the gym to burn calories. You shouldn't be going to get a sweat on. You should be going to, because it makes you feel better. You should be going because it helps you get stronger. And you want to, you know, build some muscle. You want to feel great, feel empowered, get some PBs. You know, because it's sociable. You want to speak to people, meet people, um, and you know, you want to, you want to eat better because it's better for your health and well-being. It's gonna, it's gonna help with longevity. Don't always think about eating because it's it puts you in a deficit, or eating better food because it's a, it's diet food. You know. Go by the eighty twenty guideline, and not just by nutrition, but for life as well. Eighty percent can be, yeah, you know, it's all good, and then twenty percent can be things getting in the way. It's never going to be one hundred percent. Even seventy thirty guideline, like focus on seventy percent of the time, you know, doing things averagely okay consistently, and then thirty percent things getting in the way. It doesn't matter. Um, another thing is you may be putting too much pressure on yourself to achieve a certain goal. Um, and because it doesn't work that way, you're getting frustrated because you're not achieving the goal. So again, don't put too much pressure on yourself. Maybe you're trying too hard on the days which you know which don't have any sort of barriers in the day. So you're... So you wake up and think, right, I've got nothing on today. I'm going to really go for it. And you, know, you, you go for a walk, you eat really healthily, you go to the gym, you go for a run, whatever. You're putting a lot of stress on yourself for that particular day. So then when things do come up, you think, oh, for fuck's sake, like I, 
there's no what's the point of doing this when I'm always going to be stopping and starting the trick is just don't do everything 100% do everything 70% consistently so instead of waking up and thinking I've got to do this this and this and this and this just think right I'm going to eat fairly healthy I'm going to have my protein I'm going to get some veg in going to drink my water I might go and have a little walk listen to a podcast if I've got time I'll go to the gym for 15 minutes you don't don't think you have to go for an hour and a half two hours do half the workout don't do the full workout you know just try and chill out a bit try and uh, yeah take take stress take the stress away from achieving the results do it because it makes you feel better eat more veg and more protein because it's healthier go to the gym because it you know because you enjoy it it makes you feel good if you haven't got time don't go for an hour go for half an hour you know you don't have to work out every day you can train two to three times a week if you want to if if you, if you can only try if you can only train once a week train once a week you know you can split your week up go for a run go for a walk go for a, a strength training session three times you work out but one walk one run one weights so i hope that helps five frustrations that i've gone and gone through hope hopefully you will um relate to some of them and hopefully the points i've given you have helped in some way um the next one i'm going to go through the muscle growth frustrations because there are i've got five luckily five frustrations um two of them are the same but i'm going to go through anyway um yeah so if that helps any questions on anything let me know if you're if you're interested in coaching please get in contact on instagram or facebook or you can email me um, I'll put the link in the podcast so you can fill out the application form if you wish. If it's easier for you, please uh, share this podcast to your Instagram stories. It really, really helps. Uh, leave, leave a review and tell your friends and family about it. I'd really appreciate it. Cheers, guys. Speak to you soon.